This is Harry Hog Football. On today's show, we talk with Peter Dean from FootballRants.com. We talk about if Albert Hainsworth did indeed get offered more money to go be a buck and chose the skins instead. We talk about the tailgating policies at FedEx for this season and much, much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Redskins? What's up, Redskins Nation? Welcome. How y'all doing this week? I'm doing pretty good, but I haven't heard um, one iota of interesting Redskins news, but that's not going to keep us from doing the podcast. <laughs> what were you going to say? Welcome? Welcome to what? What episode is this? This is episode 173. We're 27. We're, we're 27 episodes away from our bicentennial episode. Solid. Not to be confused with Josh's yellow cake. <laughs> All right, dudes. Anyway, well, what we got? What we got going on? Um, before we get into, we this, actually got a few things to talk about, dudes. But uh, let's see, Josh, you uh, you wanted to bring in a guest this week to uh to start us off, didn't you? Sort of mix it up a little bit, I guess. We could do that. Go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, let me give him a call. I'm gonna call. Uh, I'm gonna call Peter Dean. Peter Dean of Hang on a second. Let's see if I can do this. Peter Dean of uh, FootballRants.com. It's spelled. Spell it out, John. You got it right there? No. Uh, it's P-H-O-O-T-B-A-L-L-R-A-N-T-S.com. FootballRants.com. Let's get him right, right here. Okay. Uh, and while we're waiting for him, uh, upcoming in this episode, we're going to talk about the new parking policy at FedEx Field. Um, we're also going to talk about how Albert Hainsworth went on Sirius NFL Radio this week and talked a little bit about the choice between D.C. and the Tampa Bay Bucks and a couple other items as we move along here. Josh, are we ready? Yeah. Joshua. And we're also going to talk about some dude from Greenboro's license plate. Hello. And we're going to talk about... Yo, are you back, Josh? I'm back. Hello? Hello? I think we lost... Do we have Peter? I think we may have lost John, dude. No, no, I'm still here. All right. We hear him? We hear him? We don't have Peter. I do not believe we have Peter on the line. Interesting. So we'll just continue to chat gripping, and listen. Gripping. In podcast here it's gripping well i'll try them again you guys keep talking we'll we'll try this one more time technical difficulties and we'll just continue to listen to john's theme song (laughs) which is what which is what you don't hear it nope how about now you hear it now oh yeah I've been playing it for like two minutes. I'm, I guess you guys can't hear all these sound effects. I play low, can you? Hey guys. Yeah. Hey, we're back. I think I think we have Peter Dean on the line with us from uh, Football Rants podcast. Um, hey, how's it going, Josh? Good, good. Hey, what's up, Peter? Far out, far out. Uh, Do we still have Aaron on the line? 
I'm here. You can't hear me? No, man. <laughs> um, well, Peter, welcome. Um, Peter and I have like a, we have a bit of, well, we have some good history, man. We went to, uh, went to college together. We're fraternity brothers. Um, Peter and another fraternity brother, um, uh, Bill Robb started Football Rants. I'll let Peter tell you guys a little bit about it. Uh, football Rants, uh, generally we put the unnecessary PH in football. Uh, it's at P-H-O-O-T-B-A-L-L-R-A-N-T-S dot com. Bill Robb will be really happy I spelled that right. Um, basically, <laughs> we, uh, we're we more of a fantasy and philosophy on fantasy type uh, webpage where we deal a lot with fantasy football and just uh, our own personal opinions and contracts that are happening. You can go there right now and uh, read up on our top ten list for those of you that play fantasy for quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends right now. And within 24 hours, I'm going to release my super secret sleeper article, which will only be online for 24 hours. Ah, so if you want, excellent. you got to read it fast. Ah, so very nice, very nice. Yeah, I'm actually checking out your website right now. Um, I don't know if. Uh, if Aaron and John have had a chance to take a look at it, I have, have not. Guys... But I'll... I got to a, the peruse the uh, the top ten on, on on the tight end list that was up there, and uh, yeah, some pretty thorough information. A nice a nice rundown as we start heading into the uh, what are we a month away from training camp now? So people are going to be putting their leagues together. I know we're putting our league together here in just a few weeks. I'll tell you yeah, one exactly. thing there, um, Peter. Um, Obviously, John has. I mean, obviously, Josh hasn't been looking at your website in the past because he always finishes dead last. <laughs> That's right. Just <laughs> <laughs> around and especially check into the sleepers. Um, I generally rank in the top three to five in most of the leagues I play in. I've won a couple of leagues, um, and generally, the sleepers are where everything always happens. And it's about paying close attention to uh, young rookies in training camp for the most part, figuring out who the hot hands are. I know you guys are Washington-based. I'm looking for a little insider information. Um, Albert Hainsworth has come out today, and he said that he actually was offered more money from the Bucks, but chose to sign with the Redskins uh, right. because a lot those guys had a lot. You guys have a lot more pieces together. Do you think this is just a smokescreen for the whole uh, pending suspension due to uh, the Redskins tampering, well, or do you think that the Bucks actually offered him the cash? It's funny that you that you bring this up because we were uh, we were just talking about this a little bit before the podcast, and uh, this is one of the things on our itinerary that we haven't gotten to yet tonight. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's a good question, and my comment was: Do you do you think it's true? Uh, either that, or do you think Albert Haynesworth knows how to do some math? Um, you know, it's he, I, th- I think I think his. Um, I think his comment mentioned something, John. What were, what were we talking about? Uh, he was saying 20% he said, more. He was saying something about 20% more, and he didn't really clarify as to whether that was for the entire length of the contract or if it was for, like, you know, the first three or four or five years, which would be, you know, obviously in this day of age, a day and age, um, that's a lot more realistic when you look at everyone's contracts. No one ever plays to that eighth year or that ninth year where they're slated to make, like, $30 million in one year. That never, ever happens, so... You know, I, I don't know if, if he meant short-term or long-term, but, yeah, he was saying that he liked – he kind of liked the position that the team was in, and he kind of liked uh, – he was looking for a bigger market with a lot of fans as well. So – but I thought, I think you brought up a really good point that that might be a smokescreen because they're trying to avoid losing a draft pick to uh, to those tampering charges. Right, right. 
that would not surprise me whatsoever. I was amazed at two things. One, that someone out-offered Dan Snyder anything, because that just doesn't happen in the NFL. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, that that absolutely floored me. And I forgot what the second thing was. Oh, well. <laughs> what did the Bucks say? Uh, <laughs> uh, in terms of the Bucks, you know, them doing the right move just doesn't seem correct. I mean, as soon as they left go of John Gruden, I think we went back to the same old Bucks. Uh-oh. Did they change their uniforms back to the orange on – uglier orange on white? <laughs> To the old school, yeah. <laughs> so, that's well, they stock, They still got Doug Williams down there doing the uh, in the uh, front office doing some work as well. So hopefully he can help them right the ship because they had to uh, they had to exercise some demons down in Tampa Bay with him before they were able to win that Super Bowl. So did the Bucks yeah. comment on this? I mean, did they say no? We didn't offer him more. It's, that's that's yeah, what I was Bucks wondering. Haven't said anything yet. I think they're just. I think they're ducking and covering on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other guy that I want to talk to you guys about, um, who I think is an absolute, I mean, I currently have him ranked number six on my top ten list of tight ends, but is Chris Cooley, who I think is going to fly underneath the radar and has, I think he's got potential to produce like a number one. The guy ranked seventh last year amongst fantasy tight ends with only one touchdown. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, if he's, I remember you know, he's correctly, definitely it, a, he's definitely a solid tight end. We were joking around that you know Chris Cooley got married last year, so he's had a little bit of distraction, um, and that uh, you know he married one he married a Washington Redskins cheerleader, um, and actually at a former former, former cheerleader. Redskins she cheerleader. could no longer be a cheerleader <laughs> once once that came out. So um, she got cut <laughs> exactly. But uh, actually, actually, Pete, we were talking about um, we, we we sent him a uh, we sent him a wedding gift. We we found out where they had registered. <laughs> we, we we found out where they had registered, and uh, with all of our copious amounts of funds here that we receive every week at Harry Hog Football, you know, we make the big bucks. Um, we were able to buy them one napkin ring from their set. So uh, we we we've still not received a uh, thank you note back, but you know. We're, we're, we're hoping, yeah, we're a little shocked by. We're it. hoping that someday. But back to your question, I mean, Chris Cooley, um, you know, I, I think he's a, a solid tight end, and I, honestly, in a lot of ways, um, I don't think he'll have another season like he did last year. I think he's going to have a much bigger season this year. That's just my my personal feeling. Um, I, I agree with your comment on there, where you said, you know, he will not have another season like this. Um, that. Uh, I just, I just think we're going to continue to see him hit his stride and get better and better. I think he's, he's going to be one of the best tight ends in the league, and not just because I'm a Redskins fan and he's a Redskin. Well, I just, I just really feel that about Chris. Cooley. Here's the deal with Chris Cooley. I think I, Chris Cooley was the leading receiver, if I'm not mistaken, on the Redskins last year. The and the other, I mean, the, all the Redskins had last year was Santana Moss. So, you know, the defense has covered Santana Moss and Chris Cooley. So that cut down in his production. This year in your sleepers in training camp, watch for either Malcolm Kelly or Devin Thomas to step up as a second receiver for the Redskins. I'm calling it right now. I think, well, we're... You're saying they're going to they're gonna step up to number two yeah, there's, at receiver, not number three. Yeah, and what, I, what I'm saying is, is with one of those two guys stepping up to the plate and actually doing something for the team, that's going to take some pressure, you know, off of Chris Cooley. He won't be as covered up, and I think he'll have a bigger year. He was getting double teamed in the red zone the entire year because he was their be- their best option mm-hmm. right. down yeah. there. They couldn't really pound the ball. They haven't been able to pound the ball, yeah. 
Yeah. With, with an open field, he got 80, gra- 80 plus grabs and over 800 yards. So, I mean, he obviously yeah. knows how oh, to yeah. get open when he's got space. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys on and he fights with the ball. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He totally fights with the ball, too. I mean, once he catches, he's not a catch-and-go-out-of-bounds kind of guy. He battles and, every time he touches the ball. And, and he's a great blocking tight end, too. I mean, he, uh, you know, the guy's not afraid to put a hit on somebody. And uh, that, that's what I like about yeah, him. Yeah, he's getting there. Yeah. So. Uh, well, cool, man. Dude. Not that that really matters in a uh, fantasy, but that's why Josh comes in last place. <laughs> exactly, and I and I strive. I, I work really hard to come in last place every year. That's that's <laughs> it's, it's tough to do that. Um, I only have one comment in, on your uh, on your site there, and I know this is why you did it, Pete. Why you guys did this, but uh, because you had Jason Witten listed up there um, as your number one tight end, I believe, um, and uh, you know. I, I just cringe when I see those pictures of, of Tony Romo and T.O. So um, being Redskins fan, you, you would certainly understand uh, how I feel to see those Dallas photos on your uh, on your website. So we, we would we would certainly appreciate a picture of Chris Cooley instead. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, Chris Cooley and his wife. <laughs> see if you can get a picture of Chris Cooley's wife from Max. Yeah, that'll be even yeah, better. Yeah, just pull that right out of Maxim Magazine. You have to realize, Josh, you know, writing uh, writing and dipping into the fantasy well sometimes is all about pain and having to reject your own personal fan bias to go and pick the right people. If you'll scroll down, uh, you'll notice the uh, shot of Antonio Gates is actually a good half a man's body over the top of John Lynch's head. That's about three and a half feet for those of you that are on the side of your average NFL player. And it pains me to put that shot up, but that shot is the antithesis of why Gates should be number, you know, should be number four. And it's because right. he gets to play the Denver Broncos twice a year. As right. a Broncos fan, it pays me to say it, but you know, <laughs> you got to look, you got to look in the face of your own disaster. Yeah, I I understand. And the shot, the shot underneath that is um, is probably a great shot for you as well. So <laughs> actually, I enjoy that shot these days. <laughs> Well, 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 I'll tell you. Fantastic, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Well, any any time, and uh, you know, we'll definitely do it again. We'll see if we get. This was sort of a last minute phone call, but we'll see if we can get both you and Bill Rob on. And um, we'd love to uh, to hit on your show sometime. So, um, you know, we'll just we'll just keep the uh, communication open. Absolutely. We'll be doing uh, once we're through all of our various top ten lists. We'll be doing a conference by conference preview. So we might call you guys in for the AFC. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I got something from uh, from Bill Rob. Right, NFC, NFC. Yeah, I got something from Bill Rob about that. So we'll look forward to it. But um, yeah, and and we we promise if we go there, we're not going to be like the Eagles suck, <laughs> Dallas sucks, Giants suck. You know, we'll actually have a little bit of insight for you. Hey, well, Aaron might as to why uh, they. Aaron might I would do say that, they suck, but, but John and I won't. I would be biased. <laughs> we'll tell you exactly why each team sucks. As long as one of you has the voice of reason, I think we're all fine. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be me. okay man well thanks pete and um thanks for coming on last second and we'll uh we'll talk to you again soon all right have a good night all right right. appreciate it see you later hail to the redskins right on man okay uh thank you uh pete uh dean for coming on and once again his site is what was it footballrants.com it's p-h-o-o-t-b-a-l-l-r-a-n 
TS, footballrants.com. And that is where... Yeah, funny funny how you pronounce it football as soon as you see it, and then you're like, wait a minute, that's soccer. That's soccer. And that's where um, Josh is going to go to get his tips this year and hopefully get out of the cellar. But I doubt it. (laughs) So what's next? What do we got on the itinerary here? That That was nice to actually have another voice on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I do have to comment though. Chris Cooley sixth. I can't think of five other tight ends that are better than him. Fantasy wise, fantasy wise. Um, oh, fantasy wise, I yeah. I guess did. you. I guess so because he did only have one touchdown. And that's what he's saying. That's yeah. what he's saying. This is based on fantasy stuff. So you know, and Chris Cooley. But Aaron, you made you made a great point there talking about it. How Chris Cooley was getting double teamed a lot. He was getting covered a lot. And he wasn't able to get those scores. And, and, you know, they were allowing the Redskins to get downfield as much as they could. They knew when they got to the red zone, the Redskins weren't running the ball well enough to score. They weren't, you know, all they had to do was cover Santana Moss and cover Chris Cooley. And they didn't really have any other options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, we've already talked to the Not this year. Thing, so uh, <laughs> we've already. Dude, yeah. you guys cut out for a while while you were trying to get Peter on the phone, so I don't know what you were hearing about me, what I was saying or not. Cause I, um, I didn't hear anything. I just kept going on. I was actually talking about this uh, alleged rift between uh, Jim Zorn. Oh, right. weird, dude, Clinton because Porter. I was sitting here talking about the dude from Greenboro, Greensboro's license plate. <laughs> oh, man, so we weren't talking about the same thing So I'm going to have to do some post-show editing, I guess, on that part of this thing because i couldn't hear yeah, it either. Well, we might just have to cut some of that out uh anyways no, we let's move we weren't talking about any of that john wasn't talking about that so let's 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 hit on those things man all right well let's hit on let's go down from the top of the list let's start with the new parking policy apparently the redskins have instilled a new parking policy for tailgaters in other words i.e the hardcore fans or the real fans and not the people that show up yep. um, as corporate um, guests of corporate sponsors and um, their girlfriends. Um, these people are now people that have, over the last 10 years, have staked out their spot game after game, like our friend, um, what's his name? David Lee from Williamsburg. And others stake out their position where they go every week to tailgate and thus have formed little, um, you know, communities. Little, little communities. Little communities within the, uh, the parking, the parking lot there at FedEx Field. So, so right now, apparently, when you get to the stadium, you are going to be directed by a parking attendant to the exact spot where you're supposed to park. Therefore, if you can't get to the parking lot at the same time as your other um, tailgate tees, friends, you are not going to be able to park next to them. That's the way I understand it. Am I missing anything? Allegedly. Well, what what they're saying is when you get to the lot, they, they're trying to discourage large tailgating groups, people that will take up more than one parking space to tailgate because – who knows why? But what they want to do is move the groups that are going to take up more than one spot to tailgate. They want to back them up to the back of the parking lot sections, whatever section you're in, um, purple or green or orange, because we should be naming our colors after FedEx instead of the Redskins in the parking lot. A complete different subject. Um, so they want to move the big groups to the back, and that way the people that are only going to take one spot to tailgate or are just showing up to go right into the game, which could be families with kids, 
things of that nature, or or like you said, Aaron, corporate people with their other wives, um, they're going to move them right to the front and park them like one at a time, bang, 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 in a row. So you're not going to have the freedom to get past the parking attendant and then park basically wherever you want in your lot anymore is, is what's going to be happening with that. Yeah. So yet another oppressive thing brought forth from the Danny to make FedEx field even less fun. What what I, what dudes, what I don't get is why, why did that Danny need to hire a consultant to come back and give him an idea, this idea to, to rearrange the parking. What was wrong with the parking in the first place? Were there really people complaining that they couldn't get parking spots even though they had passes? Because I haven't read anything about that online. I've never heard of that being a problem. Yeah, I, or seen it at the, at the stadium. Yeah, and who, who was it that was complaining? That's what I'd want to know. I mean, seriously. Who? Probably the women wearing dresses and high heels that had to walk the extra amount of space to get into the stadium. No, to get up to... to ride the escalator or the elevator up to their box. Exactly. They, to ride the elevator up to their glassed-in booths where they didn't even realize there was a football going on out, a football game going on outside the glass. Oh, did they hit a home run? <laughs> <laughs> did they sink a hole in one? Oh, I thought we were going to a soccer match. <laughs> um... Yeah, I was reading about this a little bit over at um, Hogs Haven. Our good pal Will over there wrote a nice article about the whole parking situation. Yeah, he wrote a really good article. So you should go check it out. And he wrote another article, I believe it was him, about, or was it the same one, about are the Redskins trying to black out on local TV? Was that the same article? I think it was. Uh, I think it was the same article. It was pretty interesting. I was talking about he and like relatives of his were all getting all these phone calls, uh-huh. and they're all season ticket holders, and they're getting some phone calls trying to uh, basically buy more tickets or upgrade the tickets that they have. For 50% off. That's what he said. Yeah, so, wow. What about the uh, 200,000, oh, I'm sorry, the 197, no, 199,997 other people on the Redskins waiting list? Oh, wait. That doesn't exist, does it? And he also said, and get this tactic, he said that they were the people on the phone were telling them to go ahead and buy the extra tickets and then sell them on StubHub so they could make money off of them. Yeah, basically, because what a lot of people don't know, and the Redskins aren't the only team that have done this. Pretty much everyone has done this now. Um, they have a deal with StubHub where they get a cut, and that's why they don't go after people selling their tickets. Like, you know, if you have tickets to the Dallas game, you can usually get two or 300%. Or more, or for the Eagles games and the Giants games, you can usually mark them up like double, triple, and still get your and and get that money. And so they made a deal with StubHub just like everybody else. It might actually have been a league wide one. I'm not sure um, if it was individual teams or league wide. But basically, you know, they're getting a cut from it, so they don't care how much you sell it for. They they just want to sell them, and then you resell them, and they get even more money on top of that. Is basically what it is. They're basically getting money from selling the tickets twice. Yeah, exactly. And that's a practice that's been going on for a while, but recently it's become they've been making deals to do this sort of thing on StubHub. I know I mean, this is baseball, but I know the Chicago Cubs have had like a shell uh, marketing group that has done that. They buy a bunch of the tickets to their games and then resell them under a different name, even though they're owned by the Chicago Cubs, and they resell them for a profit. And so the Cubs are basically selling some of their tickets twice. Mm -hmm. It's getting kind of ridiculous, dude. 
But anyway, his mm. point was in that article is Dan Snyder doing everything he possibly can to drive the fans away from the stadium so that they won't I say out. yes, but we've been talking about it. <laughs> so that. he can build a smaller stadium in D.C. He's got to get rid of some fans, dude. Seriously. He's doing everything he can to get rid of fans. I thought hiring Dion was the first step in that direction. Uh-huh. Anyway. He's tried He's tried uh, bankrupting the um, the uh, theme parks. Then he raised prices on cheeseburgers at Johnny Rockets. And he's got green and orange and purple damn flags going around the top of the stadium. There was that. He's ruined. What the hell? What? That was our burgundy and gold. That just makes me so mad because I still have these pictures from when uh, Aaron and I went to a game. I think it was 1999. And those flags, those banners weren't up there. We're out there tailgating. The stadium's right behind us. There's no orange and purple and green crap at the top of the stadium. That's supposed to be the Redskins Stadium with burgundy and gold. What is oh, that? Dude, speaking of the whole FedEx thing, did you see this week that the owner of FedEx – or one of the owners or something like that wants to um wants to buy another team or something or? I did what happened is is and I believe it's St. Louis um oh yeah that, that uh basically the owner of FedEx um was interested in buying the St. Louis Rams and in doing so he would have to sell his 10% stake in ownership of the Washington Redskins. To Harry Hope um, He is a 10% owner. So, so now, yeah, that's exactly what came to my mind, dude. Because, you know, I know before <laughs> we, we were saying $1 million. Um, it's a much more attainable goal to raise 10% to be a 10% owner of the Washington Redskins than it is to buy the whole team from the Danny. Um, but regardless, uh, and I think it's kind of all, you know, been sort of uh, – Gone. It's bygones at this point. I mean, I think that he's decided not to do that. Is was the latest that I read, um, and so FedEx will stay with its purple and and orange banners around FedEx Field. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that did come up. Actually, I put that on our Twitter feed this week. Uh, for those of you that that uh, use Twitter, you can follow us at uh, Harry Hog on Twitter. So just uh, you know, Twitter. Give us a give us a retweet or a shout out. Dude, wouldn't a better name for that website be called like Stalker? Uh, no. You got to understand how to use it, man. We'll go through that tutorial. <laughs> we'll go through that tutorial later. Okay. So, uh, we don't. We don't need to bring that out on the air. There you go. Anyway, I don't know how to text either, so they joke me about that all the time. That's right. Anyway, um, moving forward, there was an alleged rift between Zorn and Portis which was uh, reported by, crap, Mike Florio, I think. Anyway, apparently Portis denies it. Does Zorn deny it? I don't know. I don't know. But, I don't know, but when you... nobody Nobody's really talking about it except saying, oh, no big deal. It's just, you know... Yeah, so... The heat of the practice and people, you know, the competition, blah, 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 blah. You guys... You guys have to understand we're like, you know, trying hard to come up with stuff to talk about now that we're in the roid of the off season. Can I go on record? Can yeah, I go? Can I go on record and say that when we say the names Zorn and Portis together, <laughs> I, if you take that, the first letter, what I, have, I haven't even I haven't even said what I was going to say yet. Why are you laughing? The uh, 
that it, it makes <laughs> exactly though. It makes me think of actually. It makes me think of porn and zits for some reason. <laughs> and I think of like this. I don't know. I get this image of a zitty rear end or something. I don't, I don't know what it is. But uh, <laughs> because if you take it, if you change around the first letters of the names, it would be porn Zordis. Porn and Zordis. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I just had to I just had to get that out there. So, <laughs> ew. This is some in-depth reporting we have at Harry High Football. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> All right, in case I didn't get it in earlier when um we were trying uh, that whole Whoa, dude. Uh <laughs> we we don't need to talk about what you guys are doing before the podcast. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. Oh, that was good to me. Sorry. Sorry. Uh what were you talking about earlier, Aaron, that you, that you weren't able to say? What, Errol, dude? What? You, you were saying in case I dot 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 earlier, and oh, you, oh. you had something to say. In case I didn't get and it. I extremely rudely. In case I didn't right. get it in earlier when you guys were playing <laughs> around with Peter. Um <laughs> <laughs> Our good pal, I think his name's Kevin from Greensboro, sent us in a picture after listening to last week's podcast where we discussed uh, the license plate availability in North Carolina for F. Romo. He sent us in a picture of his pretty sweet no, license F plate. F. Space Romo. Yeah, he sent us... F. Space Romo. That's right, that's right. He sent us in a picture of his own personal license plate, though. And it just says Hail, which I think is pretty sweet. And then he put a sticker, 21 it's sticker sweet. next to it for Sean Taylor. And uh, thanks for sending that in, dude. And for and for the uh, Aaron for your for our unnamed friend that you went to college with, you can clearly say C first in flight at the top of that license. Yes, plate. first in fight. That would be first in flight. First in flight. Not fight. I think I think he had to add that number twenty one sticker to the side of the license plate because they didn't look on him too kindly when he pulled into the synagogues. <laughs> Oh no! Oh man! <laughs> oh, 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 man. oh no! Man, no, I'm I'm sorry. I had to say that, <laughs> dude. That is messed. Oh. It, it, it is a very it is a very cool license plate though, and I assume that you're going to put it up here on the podcast. Is that right? Yeah, I'm going to put it up for the entire podcast except for the intro. Excellent. But anyway, excellent. We actually have a have a copy of that up on uh, HarryHogFootball.com dot com and RedskinsBook.com as well. That's right. And for those of you who have not yet signed in or are registered at RedskinsBook.com, uh, please go and do so. It's it's us doing this. It's not somebody else. It's basically Facebook for Redskins fans. So go check it out. Uh, www.RedskinsBook.com. That's right. It is the beta version, and uh, it is it is it and Harry Hog Football are, are one and the same. It is just we have two websites now. We do, and they will be seamlessly integrated in the coming months. So seamless. There is there is the plug. Uh, Redskinsbook.com from the good folks here at Harry Hog Football. And I actually posted something on there today because I was thinking about this. And tell me what you guys think. How come no one like all these like people that do predictions of the what's going to happen around the league and what place people are going to finish in. Give the Redskins the credit that the fact that we swept 3-0, and the two teams that were in the NFC Championship last year. 
Yeah, what's up with that? And we, hmm. I think it's because, we, well, I know exactly what's up with that. It's because we missed the playoffs. Oh, I know, but still. No credit. No credit. Everyone thinks that we're going to be in the bottom. We're, we're going to finish in last place in the NFC East. That's pretty much what everyone Dude, says. I'm going to go on record right. right now and say that Dallas is going to finish in last place. I thought we don't we don't make predictions here at Harry Hulk Football, Aaron. That's not a prediction. That's a promise. That's a promise, <laughs> dude. All right. Well, I, I hope it's true because somebody's going to call you out on it. That's fine. You know, they can call me out on it. We, we, Only if it doesn't come. We don't. Through. We don't want to lose our um, you know extreme amount of credibility that we have that we've built up over the years. So you really think in like you know. January or whenever, someone's going to write us an email and it's going to be like, in episode number 173, Aaron said that Dallas <laughs> is going to finish in last place and they only finished in second to last. Dude, let me just point something out. <laughs> let, let me just point something out about thinking people don't listen to the podcast. If you'll remember, not not too many podcast moons ago, we had an email that was, in episode... You know, 167 <laughs> at approximately 40 minutes, somebody farted. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was good old Luke Kirk, is, the uh, Aaron? good old Luke Kirk, the, the perfect um, sci-fi name. There and this go. is what he uncovered. Oh, hold on. I got to turn it up. <laughs> uh, that's what he uncovered at 19 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Do it again. <laughs> Still sounds like Timber. Oh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, we, I think that makes like ten straight episodes with the fart noise. <laughs> yeah, when are we gonna let that go? John, play that don't bump a bump sound. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There anyway, is. Um, let's wrap this thing up since we really don't have anything else to talk about. Uh, we've got a couple people in on the waiting. Oh, I guess it's. As more of a waiting list than the Redskins have for our seat for our uh, fantasy league, <laughs> we got a couple names put on the waiting list. Those pe- two people will more than likely be put on to the league this year. But if anyone else wants in, the earlier you get your name here, the better. It's first come, first serve, and we will waive. Uh, we right. will waive. And actually, you guys, if you want, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say we'll waive the activation fee. And we will give you free inside the Beltway parking when you sign up. <laughs> free inside, inside the, Beltway, the parking. Beltway parking. I love in the Redskins press release about that. They say you can see the stadium from there. And I'm like, the stadium's in a suburb. You can see the stadium from a whole long way away from that area. <laughs> you can um, see the event. Yeah, talking about the uh, the fantasy football league. If you want to be in, if you were in last year and you would like to do it again, you need to send me an email. Send it to John at HarryHogFootball.com. And if you would like to be on the list, in case there are spots that are going to open up, and I think at least I know one is, and I think at least two. Um, if we kick Josh out, that'll be three. <laughs> so um, we could probably, yeah, send us send me email John at HarryHogFootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. And we'll put you on the list. And if we have a lot of people get on the list, we might do two leagues this year. We shall see. We might be do one of those things where there's two leagues and then you play in the, uh, you know, in like the Super Harry Hog Bowl against the, the winner of each conference or whatever. 
and I want to see if anybody else other than me can be the biggest loser. You know, because <laughs> I am the biggest. Well, loser now that you got, now that you got, league. dude, now that you got Peter helping you out. Peter on his with his super secret. What did he call it? Uh, sleeper list. The su- super, super secret, secret sleeper super list. Super secret. Oh man, say that five times. Fast. And it's only up for uh, for, 20, hours. for 24 hours. We appreciate Pete coming on from footballrants.com. Um, make sure you guys go and check that out. Hey, I wanted to point something else out. I did see some news uh, just a little bit. Did you guys realize that uh, Jim Zorn, which we have not played the Zorn sound in weeks, Jim Zorn. We played it and, last week, uh, dude. Okay, all right. Yeah, we did it last week. Right. Um, Jim Zorn and Joe Gibbs, uh, spent a day at the races together. Did you guys know that? Um, yes, we did know that. I heard about that. In fact, me uh, and John discussed it before the podcast tonight. Well, there was an article online today. It actually, I don't know why it came out today because the race was much earlier in the month, but, uh, apparently they were down in Charlotte and, uh, you know, there were a lot of rain delays and they stood around and, and had a lot of good conversation about things and, course one of the conversations that uh that came up was jason campbell and and some other stuff but um just interesting to see the two coaches uh spending time together there you just kind of wonder cool that uh coach coach gibbs was extending a hand of a uh, friendship to zorn to uh come out and watch his racing team driving ovals yep dude there you go here's why you just saw it today even though the race was earlier in the month it's because the sports yeah, writer who wrote it was saving it until there's a time where there's absolutely nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. <laughs> That's why we're talking once again for the second straight week about a license plate. <laughs> anyway, I think we should just go ahead and wrap this thing up, and we'll talk to you guys next week, episode 174, where there's more to talk about, hopefully. And um, hail to the Redskins. And as usual, and always... If you see a cowboy listed at the top of someone's tight end list, (laughs) 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 or if you just see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. Joke them. Oh, joke 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 them. them. Do not choke them. Joke them with a J. Bye bye.